Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Admissions Department Podcast here at Boise Bible College, where let's admit it, and I am Michael Gritton. And uh, I'm Sarah Wright. I'm sorry? <laughs> Sarah Wright. So Sarah is, uh, I think last week, I talked about the corporate overlords here in the admissions department. <laughs> when I say corporate overlord, I mean Sarah Wright. That sounds, that sounds like I'm, you know, like, I don't know, some... I don't know. You're 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 you're, you're so soft spoken when you're on this podcast, but every other time you're just the you're the taskmaster, man. You're the one that's <laughs> I don't like think so. you're pushing us forward. So uh, Sarah is here with us today, here actually in person. You were on the podcast, I want to say like a month or two ago. Yeah, when we like talked that. about living off campus. Yep. Yeah, we talked about it was one of the last episodes of last season. I'm still getting used to calling them seasons, by the way. Um, but you were on the last episode, so it's only been a couple of weeks since you were on. But the biggest difference right now is that I'm actually looking into your face um, and not into uh, a Zoom meeting because yep. back in the day we did everything over Zoom. But now back in the day. you're here in person. Yeah, back in the day. Um, so you're here right now for uh, Spring Conference, which mm-hmm. is coming up here in a hop, skip, and a jump. Um, and I figured while you were in the office, let's, let's have a podcast together. So, um, Sarah, to bring you up to speed, because I know you don't know what in the world's going on with this podcast. That's a joke. Um, <laughs> we are going through, uh, we've gone through, you know, professor interviews, staff interviews and whatnot. We've gone through a bunch of different questions that applicants, non-applicants, whatever might ask about mm-hmm. the application process. Right now, what we're doing is going through a summer of just preparation for a transition. And so um, today, uh, last week, we went over senioritis, which was just a bugger of a conversation. This week, today, uh, we are going to be talking about um, uh, uh, summer melt. Mm-hmm. Now, summer melt means something very different for you and me than it does for, for applicants. So we're going to focus primarily on what it means for applicants, but... Um, just to give, just to give you guys, you, the listener, kind of an insight into what I mean when I say summer melt. Um, you know, when I was in high school and Sarah, you may be able to agree with this or disagree with this, but, um, when I was in high school, I remember that the day summer started was the last day that my brain worked for about three months (laughs) and it would be, oh gosh, you know, we started school mid-August and it would be mm-hmm. like August 10th before I was like oh I gotta be a person again yeah and this is gonna be rough stuff yeah um and Where so you start was, like preparing to yeah, like go to bed early and yeah. try to get up and the the routine yeah. of school is so hard to get back into once you're out of school yep and it's even worse when you've just gotten done with that senioritis thing I was talking mm-hmm. about last week um, because <clears throat> excuse me uh, you've just gotten done with this four year sprint it feels like mm-hmm. and it's like well gosh darn it now it's time to now's the time to break yeah. now's the time <laughs> to stop moving 
Um, so we're going to be talking towards that feeling today. Um, so Sarah, I have, I have talked a whole bunch. Why don't you just really, as quickly or as briefly as you want, excuse me again, um, just talk about ways to avoid, well, let me back up actually. Why don't you talk about when we say summer melt, what does that mean in the context of college and moving towards college from mm-hmm. high school? So <clears throat> it's funny because every time I hear the term summer melt, I just think of like ice cream and melting, um, which is kind of funny, but um, really summer melt is just like the, the, you know, you stop school and things that you look forward to in the fall just kind of stop with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've worked in the admissions office for six years, seven years total. Um, and so I've seen this a lot where, you know, school ends in like June for some people or, you know, late June, whatnot, depending on the state. And um, after that, if they're not like complete with their college application, then they don't even think about it until August, (laughs) basically. Um, And at that point, it's, you know, you lose a lot of scholarship opportunities. um, You lose a lot of information that you need in terms of like preparing for college. Um, The, you know, a lot of colleges, um, including BBC or Boise Bible, um, they what they do when you get accepted, so you finish your application, you get accepted to the college that you want to go to, and then that's where it kind of kicks off a lot of like your student life information, housing information, um, that's where you get your final financial aid package so you can start preparing financially, um, and if you don't finish your application, then you don't get all of that information um, until, you know, August when you or like, oh, I should probably finish this. Um, And it's also a lot harder to get transcripts in the summer Mm -hmm. as well um, because a lot of high schools, you know, depending on the high school, it might be a small one where, you know, people are on vacation or, you know, the office closes. um, And so you have to wait until it opens back up in August to get a transcript. And so it can delay a lot of stuff. And that's kind of what we're talking about in terms of like summer melt is just, you know, melting off, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's really what it is. Um, and so we really try to encourage students to finish their application, enrollment, all of the big stuff that they need to do uh, before high school, before they graduate, if possible, you know, it's hard because you're, you know, wanting to do all the fun graduation stuff. Um, but definitely before like your school office is closed, you want to do that stuff so it's funny you mentioned the um the ice cream melting Mm -hmm. kind of analogy um my apartment complex spoiler i live in an apartment complex (laughs) same Um, (laughs) it just got a an ice cream truck like this maybe a week or two ago and so um every friday I'll come home and at about, or not Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday, um, we'll, Kelsey and I, my wife and I, will be sitting in our, in our living room and we'll hear this, this sound, you know, this ice cream truck sound <laughs> go off. And it brings me right back to my middle school days. I'm like, 
Yeah. Really could go for a fudge pop right now. Mom, mom <laughs> I need um, a dollar. <laughs> so I also, okay, so I want to I wanna highlight something that you, you talked about just now, which is um, uh, A, the transcripts thing, which, by the way, the transcripts always tend to be the, the thing that takes the longest mm-hmm. in the application process. Um, you know, because everything else, it's, it's a minister recommendation. Mm-hmm. It's an essay. It's, I mean, it's stuff that you can get in like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transcripts thing um, raises a complicated issue because, like I said, you're, it, the reason it takes so long is because you're depending on other people yeah. to get their stuff done so you can get your stuff done. So mm-hmm. I always tell people to get that stuff started first. Um, but, you know, with with this whole idea of summer melt, um, the this I want to say senioritis, but that was last week. The procrastination mm-hmm. of I'll just get to it in August, in July. Um, two things: number one, um, adds a lot of stress mm-hmm. later on. Um, Kelsey, my wife, always harps on me because I want to just relax and I'll do chores later we do chores twice a week mm-hmm. um, I sound like a high schooler student right now um, <laughs> but she always talks to me is like well just get your stuff done now and then you don't have to stress about getting that stuff done because stress is the easiest way to ruin relaxation um, so that's number one but number two um, I want to I really want to highlight the <clears throat> the scholarship talk that you were you were mentioning um, as an admissions counselor I kind of view my job as um, getting applicants the most free money as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you wait until August to mm-hmm. to get through that whole process, um, you what you're what you're doing is you're ensuring that uh, like th- two or three gates of scholarships are just closed, mm-hmm. just wholesale, mm-hmm. just because just because that procrastination was a thing. Now, I also want to highlight something else. Um, let's, let's just say, hypothetically, I know this has never happened before, but let's just say there's a person who decides that they want to come to college in <laughs> early yeah, August. Yeah, never happens. Never happens. There isn't one named Caitlin who works in the admissions department who had that very same thing happen <laughs> to her. She's definitely not one of the highest, you mm-hmm. know, grade-wise students in her class. Um, so I want to talk. Uh, t- I want to talk towards that. Um, my, did you know my sister, Tiffany? Mm-hmm. Um, Tiffany hadn't made the decision to come to school here until two or three weeks after my birthday. My birthday is early July, so mm-hmm. she was like, she was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a. Um, it, it happens, and so mm-hmm. I want to talk towards that um, for the for the person who comes to that conclusion maybe a little later than other people what would you what would you say to towards that person who we can call that we can say late bloomers but what would you say i would say number one like don't be discouraged Mm. um because at that point a lot of like the institutional grants and scholarships are probably going to like deadlines are going to be passed um but there's still so many outside scholarships um 
you know, on like FastWeb and all of those different search engines for scholarships, it's going to take, you know, a lot of work in a short amount of time. Um, but, you know, don't let that dissuade you from continuing to go where God is calling you, you know, whether that's BBC or another college. Um, but that would be, um, that would be the first one. Um, I would also say, you know, let's see, um, transcripts first and foremost, that's going to give us a really good idea of, you know, maybe what scholarships you will be, um, eligible for. And something that's neat about uh, Boise Bible is that a lot of our scholarships, there's some that have deadlines, but there's also more that don't have deadlines. <laughs> and it's really just based on merit mm-hmm. um, and your academic ability and, you know, like taking a tour, um, different things like that. So, you know, don't don't be discouraged and try not to fret too much or stress too much because, um, you know, it, it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, it'll work out. Um, But, you know, there are some things to note is, you know, the further that you um, delay filling out a FAFSA, the less money that you're probably going to get from your Pell Grant. Um, You know, sooner the better for that. And that's just, you know, because they do it by basically first come, first serve basis. Mm -hmm. So, um, but something that's neat is that, even if you decide or you finish your application in August and you may not have all of the uh, funds that you want for that first semester, um, there's always more opportunity to get more funds the following year if you're returning. um, Because as you've probably heard in previous podcasts, Boise Bible has, you know, more scholarships for returning students than incoming students. Mm -hmm. So um, there's always money on the back end. (laughs) (laughs) Always money on the back end. That would be a really good, like, cross-stitched pillow. Um, (laughs) So, okay, let's let's talk some specifics here. Um, I'm going to – I have fallen into a gnarly habit of dating these podcasts. So, like, letting letting it be known when the podcast is – both recorded and published. And I'm going to do that again right now. So when this gets published, um, it will be the 14th of May. Mm-hmm. That means the 15th of May, as you're listening to this, because you're listening mm-hmm. to this on the day that it's published, um, as you're listening to this, uh, there are about mm, 18-ish hours before <laughs> this uh, specific deadline hits. And that deadline is if you get your application done, all of it, from from the essay to the SATs, if you took them to the minister's recs, uh, to the deposit, to everything, um, you will get your uh, by the fifteenth, I should say, the fifteenth of uh, of May, which is a Saturday. If you get all that stuff done, then you get to find out what your class schedules are, way, 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 way in advance. A mm-hmm. um, couple of really cool benefits to doing that. Number one. Um, if you're, you know, obviously walking in as a freshman, you're going to be taking quite a few freshman level courses. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those freshman level courses are things like journey through the Bible, mm-hmm. um, you know, entry to intro to biblical theology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember what that class is specifically called, but, yeah. um, 
you know, Acts of the Apostles, stuff like that. Um, those are a lot, the way I always explain those classes is that um, we as an institution want to be on the same basis knowledge-wise, not interpretation-wise. Um, and what I mean by that is that later on down the road, if you choose to get a bachelor's degree here, you're gonna be dealing with like some pretty, pretty meaty theology. Um, I remember Romans mm-hmm. is one of our senior level classes. I don't think I ever walked out of that class not being just theologically wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to get into those deep, deep theology classes and have someone be like, but who was King David? Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to have everyone on the same basic knowledge level, mm-hmm. um, which is what those freshman level classes are. And so my, my whole point for this um, little tirade is uh, to say that those classes are benefited immensely by preparation beforehand. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to, if you know you're going to be taking acts, man, read through the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Get an idea of what's in there so that once you get into the classroom, A, you're a little bit ahead, but B, you know what in the world you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, just huge encouragement to those of you who are still in that application process and just got like one or two more steps, finish them up, man. Mm-hmm. That way you can get an idea of what you're walking into mm-hmm. um, before you get to it. Yeah, and it helps too for like, you know, ordering textbooks and some of that Absolutely. kind of stuff. Um, you know, you can order, we have a bookstore on campus. You can also order, you know, on Amazon if mm-hmm. you know that what your classes are gonna be, you know, kind of save some money that way if you want. Um, so yeah, getting your class schedule is super helpful for mm-hmm. preparation. And you know what, like I said, as soon as, excuse me, that step is done, it's done mm-hmm. and you don't get to stress about it ever you can have again. fun for yeah. the summer yeah, yeah. Uh, okay cool so uh sarah mm-hmm. as you know we have been uh making our way through um some some social media questions can you by the way because i've done a poor job explaining this could you explain where people can go to post these questions or send these questions to us mm-hmm. yeah so um if you head over to instagram so at sign Boise Bible EDU, it also says bleed in the middle of it. If nobody ever caught that. So anyway, um, <clears throat> it's at Boise Bible EDU and on our story every Friday, I've been posting, what else do you want us to talk about, um, in these podcasts? So if you have any questions about, you know, student life, anything like that, um, you know, we will try to answer those to the best of our ability. Um, and yeah, so Instagram story. I mean, you could also DM us at any time, too, if you wanted. So, Yo, we have the word bleed in our Instagram handle. Yep. Uh, I heard you say that. Bleed Boise Bible. I'm going to be honest with you. I heard you say that, and I totally zoned out because I had to go double check that <laughs> nonsense. All right, so at Boise Bleed EDU. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I'm glad you said that because I, I took a wild guess last week. Um, of what was this, what was the directions to get people to go put mm-hmm. in these questions? And I guessed it kind of right. Okay, yeah. so um, we have uh, one question. Um, this is from Yvonne. Uh, less a question, more an encouragement saying you guys should talk about the college essentials, things that we should bring, shouldn't bring um, with you to, to Boise Bible College. Um, this is actually going to be the subject of a, another podcast down mm-hmm. the road. So would encourage you to come back for that. But just to kind of whet your appetite a little <laughs> bit, um, Sarah and I are both going to mention one thing 
that you should bring and one thing that you should not bring. Okay. <laughs> so um, I am going to go first and I'm going to mention something that you definitely, definitely should bring. Okay. Um, and so this is coming from my own personal experience. Um, you absolutely should bring your own mini fridge. And when I say mini fridge, I mean like compact mini fridge. Mm -hmm. When I was a student, my, so the, the dorm rooms here at Boise Bible College, really, really great. Um, everyone, every room has its own kitchenette and its own bathroom. Um, and I mentioned that because I know of a lot of people who go to colleges where you have to put on shoes to go to the bathroom because mm -hmm. you have to walk down the hallway. Anyway, um, so we had a mini fridge, um, but my roommates, and I decided that we were going to break the college record for most empty pop cans in our dorm room. <laughs> it didn't exist beforehand, but gosh darn it, we did it. And so at the end of the semester, we had uh, over 450 soda pop cans empty in our dorm room. <laughs> um, and that many sodas need a lot of fridge space. So my dorm room did not have a fridge beyond soda mm -hmm. and so i had my own little mini fridge so i got to keep my own food so mm -hmm. um thing number one absolutely bring yourself yep. a mini fridge yeah and most mini fridges also fit under the desk yep. um in your room yes. so yeah um <clears throat> just something to note <laughs> you're not so someone's not like well what about space yeah. oh man something you should bring this Portions. is hard because I didn't live on campus. <laughs> so. True. I, I got the one person who I specifically <laughs> had talk about things that, <laughs> not yeah. living on campus. I will, okay, just from being in the dorm room, I will say bring some air fresheners. Mm. Um, you know, even in the girls' room, it can be a little smelly. <laughs> um, you know, if maybe your roommate has stinky feet, who knows? Um, you can't have candles in the dorm, but you can have air fresheners. You can have air fresheners. So, you know, stock up on those. They're cheap, probably. Uh, get some Febreze, you know, whatever you fancy. Yeah. That would probably be my number one thing to bring. Yeah. Well, since I did thing uh, to not bring, I'm going to do one thing to bring. And this is less like, this is less of me telling you you should and more me telling you that when I did, it improved my quality of life uh, quite considerably. And that is a fish, mm. just a fish bowl. Yeah. Fish. Um, I had a little beta. His name was Viceroy Manuel Vincent Gordon III. Mm. <laughs> um, and there were many times that Viceroy got to listen to me complain about a paper that I was writing. He didn't care. I will say that that fish mm -hmm. was the coolest. Because he really enjoyed Imagine Dragons, nice. the band. I would be, he'd be sitting on my my desk. My computer would be right next to him. I'd be listening to music. He'd be over on the other end of the bowl, and then I'd start playing Imagine Dragons, and he'd float over to close to the computer, like, "Yeah, man, this is it." Um, so yeah, just we don't, you know, the dorm pets policy is, um, if I'm not mistaken, you know, it's pretty much fish and plants mm -hmm. is what you're allowed to have for pets, but. Um, having something is is helpful, but mm -hmm. all right. Well, uh, Sarah, do you wait, have anything else? Do I have a like something you should not bring? Yeah, if you want to, feel free. Um, so this is just on a practical level. Um, 
you can't have any open uh, heating element cooking mm. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you can bring like crock, like crock pots or, you know, if it has something like a, I don't know what you call that, hidden heating element. Yeah. You can't bring your George Foreman with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but you know, crock pot, things like that you can bring. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my I had a lot of microwave meals in, in college. <laughs> a lot of microwave meals. Yeah. Um, you can buy, like, there's, like, cookbooks for, like, college Dude, dorm stuff. They're so doggone helpful. I didn't, I didn't buy a cookbook, but there was a website that I found that was, like, dorm room, culinary dorm room or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there was a lot of stuff that was probably not very good for mm-hmm. me, um, but for five bucks, man, you can make a killer microwave mm-hmm. meal. Yeah, I've seen ones for, like, hotels and stuff, like, people making, like, ramen with their, like, coffee maker. It's kind of interesting. some wackadoodle stuff in there. (laughs) I will say there was, when I got to college, I decided that I was going to drink coffee because it was, like, the Vogue thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I had one cup of coffee. I'm like, this is awful. (laughs) And I I drink coffee, but only, like, relationally um i think the apostles would be astonished by how much of ministry happens around at starbucks nowadays yeah (laughs) Um, but other than that man coffee just doesn't do it for me so that coffee pot i bought for like eleven dollars i think i still own it somewhere but that's funny (laughs) never been used it's in mint condition okay well hey that is all the time that we have um, for this episode of the podcast. So I want to thank you guys um, once again for joining us. Sarah, thank you for flying yep. all the way from Washington to Boise just to be on just this podcast. Just for this, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, hey, we will, we will uh, hear from you next week, and God bless. Have a great week. Bye.